<laughs> yes. Well, that is certainly a way to start the show off, is it not? Yes, it is. It is not. Yes, it is. That was Interstellar Overdrive. Uh, of course, originally done by the Pink Floyd and reimagined and twisted into something fantastic, uh, surf-wise by the Coffin Daggers. And that was uh, another release I got this year. I got the actually. Uh, did I? I went this. I do that. Did I see the Coffin Daggers? Did I, no, I hosted that. That was from a Halloween show. Uh, this last time at uh, This Is Red, they had a big surf show and the Coffin Daggers played. And they are amazing in their version. They did play this live, the version of uh, Pink Floyd's Interstellar Overdrive. And what is happening today? What has happened? Last week was so much fun. We went shopping. And uh, yeah, it was all Black Friday stuff. It was all songs about shopping. And now we're going to, basically, I'm going to play all the stuff that, that I bought, gave, found, stumbled upon, handed to. It's the, it's the recap of the year, starting now. Uh, the quarterly report. It is December the 1st. Isn't that wonderful? We're muscling right through winter. It's going to be spring before you know it. So, once again, let's get through our uh, milestones of crummy weather. Okay, first... We hit October 31st, which is, of course, the Halloween. And usually Halloween's not that bad. Weather's nice. Then comes the clock setting back in November. Like, okay, here we go. Goes back. It's dark at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Second milestone. Third milestone, Thanksgiving. We get to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, okay. Little holiday, gluttony, nap. Next milestone all the way. Now we're muscling towards Xmas. That's right. We're muscling towards the Xmas. And uh, once we get, and that's when the weather, it actually, it's interesting. And that's when it really kind of, uh, for me, well, it's the winter, the winter solstice thing. That's when it really kicks in, the winter solstice. So there is like, okay, dead of winter. So we're halfway done. Then after that, you know, New Year's, that just kind of tags along, no problem. Then, but well, before there's the taint of the year, taint New Year's, taint Christmas. And that's just a nice little power down. That's like, you know, the 26th through the, uh, the 30th, whatever, of December. Yeah, December is 30. Yeah. No? No, December is 31. That's right, 31 because of New Year's. And so we got New Year's. Then muscle through January. Oh, forget it. You know how to muscle through the holidays on your own. But needless to say, this is a recap of all of the new music that was either re-released, I found, released, or stumbled upon, or got, you know, newer versions of stuff. Um in 2023 so this is the recap of the year and honestly usually the recap takes about four weeks and that's why it's called the quarterly report so what i'm going to be doing today i will not be on next week i will be hosting the steel city comic-con again so that's kind of exciting i get to i get to interview john cleese from monty python that'll be nice i get to interview Kiefer sutherland i get to interview a whole Bunch of folks from Breaking Bad. It'll be a nice little thing. That's going to be uh, Steel City Con at the Monroeville, Com uh, Monroeville uh, Convention Center. And that is going to be uh, next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I'll be doing that. Next week, probably on vacation. So I won't be back till around the week of Thanksgiving. But here's the thing. Week of Christmas. Uh, here's the thing. I have got just from the first quarter of 2020. There's a lot of great music released uh, this year. A lot of great music. Uh, I've got enough for two shows just for, now this is unheard of, for the first time, I mean, I had so much music that I really dug, and I just kind of play the best stuff that I, you know, little little pieces here and there, 
of uh, uh, 2023, the first four months is going to take two weeks. It usually takes a week. It might take two. It might take three. So who knows? Maybe this recap of 2023 might go all the way to the end of 2024. I don't know. But how are you bums doing? Fabuloso. Fabuloso. So this is kind of my, the most favorite time of the year for me because now this is all the music that I've like, wow, what a great song. Doesn't fit into any theme. Wow, what a cool tune. I really can't find a place to play this on a, one of those, those monumental. I still have like seven theme shows. I haven't gone yet. I'll tell you, man. I'm, like I'm saying, we started out in space with planets, suns, all that stuff. Got into this dimension of space then got into the dimension of time. And I think we got into seconds and minutes. So I got a whole show on hours, days, weeks. So, the, you know, songs with that in the title. And we'll get to that probably around springtime. So that's kind of a nice thing. We're going to recap 2023 and enjoy 2023 all the way until the, the thaw. And the thaw usually happens the first week of March or second week of March, whenever we turn the clocks the other way, when we spring them forward. When we spring them forward, then winter is over. That's, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting it, man. We're getting up. We're getting up. We're feeling like a sex machine, which leads me to my next tune. It is a really nice version by Q, Q Burns and the Abstract Messengers uh, doing Get Up, I Feel Like a Sex Machine from a really neat uh, James Brown tribute that came out this year. Listen to Zombo. I'm in your brain. I like being in your brain. Your brain is a very nice place for me to be. I like being in my brain too, but it's a thing. Are you ready? Nah, you're not ready. You want to sit back and relax your fur. You don't want to mess around with doing anything like listening or learning something new. You just want to hear me ramble like a ninny and see what kind of FCC violations I can get into. Well, sorry friends. Get up, I feel like a sex machine. Q burns and abstract messengers. WRCT, precisely in your brain.
has a pretty damn good version, the Sex Machine. And anytime you cover James Brown, you're expected to kind of like fall way below the James Brown level. But that was awesomeness. That was Q Burns and Abstract Messenger. And uh, this is Zombo right here and uh, recapping all of the best music from 2023, starting with the first four months of music that was either re-released, released, uh, I happened to stumble across all the other stuff. Any you say is new to me. New music that was new to me the first four months of 2023. So there you go with that. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Right now. All right. Firestarter by Prodigy. Keeping it going. <laughs> yeah.
See, I can go old school on you too. So that is Johnny Taylor with 16 Tons. We heard Ron Greener and his orchestra doing Steptoe and Son. Now what Steptoe and Son was, it was the original version of Sanford and Son. It was, uh, Sanford and Son was actually taken from a show called Steptoe and Son uh, out of England in uh, the 1960s. Yeah, probably 60s. Uh, Steptoe and Son was a guy with junkyard and the sun. And it was the British, the original version of Sanford and Son. And that was the theme of Steptoe and Son. We heard Amos Milburn. Milburn! Doing French fried potatoes and ketchup. And I don't know if French fried potato and ketchup came out before uh, French fried potatoes and chili mac. But it's almost the same exact song. But uh, I'd rather have ketchup than the chili mac. It's just I'm a ketchup guy. And Mickey and Sylvia. You know, they, uh, the couple that did, um, wow, what a, great, what a great team they were. Uh, they did uh, Love is Strange. And uh, that was uh, Let's Have a Picnic. We heard the Prodigy started everything off with Firestarter. So once again, if you're just tuning in or if you're high as a kite and forgot, this is my recap of 2023, playing the best music I found uh, in 2023. It could be new releases, re-releases, or just stuff that I got. And uh, this is the first four, this is music from the first four months of 2023. And actually, I have about over six hours of music. So it's going to take a couple weeks to get through just the first four months. So that's awesome. I will not be on next week, and chances are I probably will not be on the following week. But, uh, you know, whatevs. We're going to have a, a good time regardless or a adequate time irregardless. Uh, let's see, I should tell you something, right? Yeah, let me tell you something we got going on there. Hey, 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 to cheer you up in the holiday spirit. Sarcoma. That's right, baby. Sarcoma. Sarcoma. It says, chances are you never heard that word before, but you know you listen to the show and you and me, you and me, you and me. Yeah. Sarcoma. With the extra A on the end of it. Sarcoma. Ah. That's how Marky e. Smith would say it. Sarcoma. Ah. Hey, for 40 people are diagnosed with it every day. And those same 40 people really ought to take the hint. Because it's life-changing. Because dramatic pause. Sarcoma is cancer. Through awareness, advocacy, and research, the Sarcoma, Sarcoma Foundation. That's got to be, a, once again, another crummy place to work. Where you work? I work at the Sarcoma Foundation. Really? Where's that other guy? Oh, he died of sarcoma. Why you? Giving that sarcoma to everybody? It's bringing hope to families whose lives have been turned upside down by cancer. I don't know. Upside down just kind of sounds like a funny thing. Ooh, he got turned upside down. How about devastated? I'm going to cross that out and write devastated. Or sarboost. Sar boost by cancer until they heard the diagnosis. Join us on the fight of sarcoma to find the cure. Uh, that's a bunch of baloney. Yeah, the best, uh, just hope for the best, you know, just muscle your way through sarcoma, hope for the best. But you're not going to beat it, you're not going to cure it because, hey, it's freaking sarcoma, man. It's like trying to get Dracula. You can, you can put the stake through Dracula's heart, but somehow he's going like, to get it pulled out. He's going to come out after you again, that kind of thing. So it's kind of like Dracula, but it's sarcoma. sarcoma. For more information, I don't know. For more information, Google it. That's how you get your information. Just Google it or put it in the Wikipedia. You know, I just donated some money to Wikipedia. I rarely donate money 
to, to anything, to anything. But I did give a few bucks to, uh, to Wikipedia. They're doing a Wikipedia thing. And I get so, I, I use that so much. Almost 90% of the information you hear on this show is from Wikipedia. I have zero knowledge. My knowledge is zilch. And what I do is I go, oh, let me see like I'm smart. Let me put this in this, let me put this into Wikipedia. Oh, did you know Mickey and Sylvia? Did you know they did? Love is strange. But did you also know that Mickey was a amateur astronaut? Yes, he was. He was one of the first guys to land on the sun. That's correct. But he survived because they landed at night. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here all week. Uh, let's so so right now we're getting into the old stuff. And the new stuff from because it's, it's gonna it bounces all over, which is really what I like to do with uh, a lot of shows. I don't like falling into a pitfall of like, okay, now it's all old stuff because then hey, this, this guy's got an oldie show. It's not all surf stuff. Hey, this guy's got a surf show, or it's not rock, or it's not electronic, or it's not punk. It's, it's just so. This is a, a wonderful way, a non-thematic theme for a show. Once again, the finest music uh, that I found in 2023 from the first quarter. And this is uh, from the band called Church. It's called She Said Never. And this was a nice little re-release single. So dig in, dummies. Try to ring, but I'm still thinking about all the things 
And there you have some new finds from this year, going back to the 1980s and 90s. That was some uh, uh, demos uh, by XTC, if you cannot tell. That was uh, Rocket and Space Ray. There was a double shot of XTC. Mm. That was from, uh, like I'm saying, these demos that never really got on any records. Also, another nice little non-record thing was a, uh, uh, some live music from Walla Voodoo. Always still have a soft spot in my spleen for a wall of voodoo. Uh, that was Fun Zone, which was never released on any record. And uh, then we heard Call Box from the album Dark Continent, which I always thought was a great... It was the album right before the whole Mexican radio nonsense. So there. Set started off with also another 80s thing, She Never Said, by The Church. And that was like a nice single, uh, single reissue. Uh, yeah. So uh, also recapping... Uh, from 2023 are some tribute albums. But first, I gotta tell you about this. People, this is a new PSA, by the way, mind you. So, mind you. Mind you. People say this country is facing polarization like never before. At Inform Your Community, we're on mission to change that narrative with civility, not hostility. That's right. Invite those Nazis right into your home. That's a, what a nice civil thing to do. Mm-hmm. Come right on in, Mr. Nazi. Have a seat. At Inform Your Community, you know the best way to talk about difficult topics is to talk about difficult topics. Uh-huh. We're here to educate, bridge gaps, and encourage dialogues, providing an... Sorry, I dozed off. Needless to say, it is civility, not hostility. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You don't treat intolerance with tolerance. That's just my five cents on that. You know, it's just it's this paradox. You don't don't treat uh, intolerance with tolerance because then it ends up being they're intolerant to your tolerance, and then then your next thing you know, Jed's a millionaire. Speaking of millionaires. Yeah, that, that's not even a good segue because there's not even speaking the millionaire. This guy wasn't a millionaire by any stretch of the imagination. I'm talking about Nick Drake, one of the most tragic figures in rock and roll from the 1970s, 60s, late 60s, early 70s. Um, uh, kind of like a, a folk, psychedelic folk guy. Uh, wrote some great music. Obviously, crazy as all get out. Depressed as all get out. And uh, he got out. He didn't last real long. Probably, I don't even even made the 27 Club. But he released a couple albums. And like, he's one of these people that go, wow, we, Nick, isn't that unbelievable? Would you make that trade-off? Would you make that trade-off being a miserable human being, but having contributed to the world in a a certain way that uh, enriched uh, someone's life? Or would you just rather be happy and screw everybody else? I know what I'd like to do. But needless to say, Nick Drake suffered for his art. And now it's your turn. Actually, this tribute uh, album came out. It's probably like the 45th tribute album to Nick Drake that ever came out. Because he's like one of these guys that other musicians go, Oh, man, if I could just write stuff like Nick Drake. Unfortunately, but fortunately, you don't have severe depression. And somehow severe depression really kind of makes for dandy songwriting. It's something. That and a lot of drugs. 
A lot of drugs, depression equals great songwriting. I don't know. That must be a thing. But here's Teddy Thompson. I don't know why he's going by Teddy, but he's going by Theodore. It's, it's uh, Richard Thompson's son. So he probably called him Teddy when he was like five or six years old, and it just stuck. Well, my dad calls me Teddy, and he is Richard Thompson, and he is really famous. And if he calls me Teddy, fine, but, you know, friends call me Theodore J. So just keep that in mind, Theodore J. Tom, actually, Theodore James Thompson. You just call me Theodore James Thompson. My friends call me that. Professionally, I'm known as Teddy. What an awful, hey, Teddy. Somehow, Teddy, just, just, it just does not ring with me as far as serious musician. Teddy is kind of like, um, I don't know. It just, it doesn't sing rock star. Here's Teddy Jagger and the Rolling Stones. Nah, ain't gonna happen. Yeah, Paul, George, uh, Ringo, and Teddy. Ain't happening. Ain't happening. But anyhow, he's going by Teddy. Teddy Thompson uh, doing a Nick Drake tune. Beautiful tune. The guy wrote some amazing tunes just because he was so unbelievably depressed. You know? Yeah, he couldn't even perform live. He was so depressed. I mean, that, sometimes it ends up being... this. Is like, like, I don't understand a lot of these people with... Uh, like, for example, Nervous Norvis. The guy that transfusion. Brilliant, brilliant, like ridiculous novelty song maker. He did Transfusion. He was supposed to appear on the Ed Sullivan Show, and all he had to do was lip sync Transfusion. And he could have been like a, you know, people would have talked about more nervous nervous than anything else because, you know, being on the Ed Sullivan. But he was too scared to do that. So remember, fear is not your friend. He was too scared to go on the Ed Sullivan Show. So the next thing you know, not legitimately, yeah. Uh, Bit called the Jokers or whatever, they do Transfusion and they make a hit out of Transfusion. They do the song Transfusion. You don't know the Transfusion song? Well, then, if you don't know the Transfusion song, then this past 45 seconds of radio meant nothing to you. Opposed to the past two hours, last hour that meant nothing to you. It means something to me. It means something to me. I'll tell you that right then and there. Because I've got civility, not hostility. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. oh that, how's that for callback? How's that? So they, they, that, that's known in the business as a callback. That's right. Yeah. So other than that, let's just dig in. Riverman, originally written by and performed by um, Nick Drake and performed by Theodore James Thompson. Zombo in your brain, WRCT. Yeah, it's a sad one, but it's a rainy kind of day. It's nice to dig into something that simmers you down. But he came by on her way Said she had a word to say About things today For the news Said she hadn't heard the news Hadn't had the time to choose A way to lose But she believes Gonna see the river man Gonna tell him all I can About the plan 
he tells me all he knows about the way his river flows and all night shows said she prayed today for the sky to blow away or maybe stay she wasn't sure when she thought of summer rain calling to her mind again Lost the pain and stayed for more. Gonna see the river man, gonna tell him all I can about the plan. Tells me all he knows about the way his river flows. Don't suppose.
You see, there's a soft side to Zombo, isn't there? It's his head. Oh, my God. I love that tune. The Limelighters doing Before the Next Teardrop uh, Falls. It wasn't written by Freddie Fender, but it was actually written in the uh, late 60s. I don't know who did it, who wrote it. But anyhow, Freddie Fender, actually, whose real name was uh, Baldemar Garzes Hierta, was his uh, name. Uh, fascinating fellow, fascinating fellow, Freddie Fender. I mean, the dude was like, you know, he started out doing rockabilly, and then he uh, got uh, smoked some weed and went to jail for a while. And he was, he was, he was a popular musician then. Smoked some weed, came back out, had an amazing comeback in the '70s with uh, "Wasted Days and Wasted Nights," which he wrote, and uh, before the next teardrop falls, which he didn't write. And uh, Freddie Fender, I had an aunt. That was upset by Aunt Angeline. Uh, crazy, crazy. She was like the wild woman uh, of the family. She was obsessed 
with Freddie Fender. Like she was like in their like 70s or whatever. And she was like, ah, Freddie Fender. Oh, she went and seen him live and in the front row. And I don't know if she threw her granny panties at him or not. Most likely she did. Because she, Anne Angeline was a wow woman, man. She was known as the bottle. That was her nickname, the bottle. Because she was built like a bottle. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but she was, she loved Freddie Fender. So uh, that was, that was, that was, I just remember it was just, I, that, that's one of the first, even more so than people were crazy over the Beatles. You know, I, it was, she was just like, just had Freddie Fender mania. And I think she was the only one that had Freddie Fender mania. Freddie Fender, man, he was, he was, he was quite the thing for a, for a day or two, you know, but uh, he really, uh, he really was a thing. So yeah, before that, and he had a, he had a very fruitful, happy life, Freddie Fender. It's always kind of pudgy, smoked a bit of weed, kind of like Paul smoking the grassy. Kind of like a, a little, just a, a very jovial person. He seemed like the kind of guy you just hang out with. He's like, hey, let's go hang out with Freddie Fender. Uh, for a while, he, was, he had a, a rockabilly band called Eddie and the Shades. Uh, he, and he was in the Texas Tornadoes. So he was like, a, he was like a, a, obviously a, a pretty cool dude to hang out with, unlike Nick Drake. So look at the difference in that. You know, I mean, it was just it, it, your whole course of life is like, you know, a lot of people don't say, oh, boy, Freddie Fender. Wow, what an artist. But they look at Nick Drake and they say, what an artist, even though I look at Freddie Fender and say, what an artist. But Nick Drake. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that. If, so he has about three or four. He had it came out with about three or four records. And uh, yeah, they're just they're just they're pretty. It's what I would call pretty timeless, kind of like Tim Buckley, uh, Tim Buckley. And there's nothing like Tim Buckley and, and really, really nothing like uh, uh, Nick Drake as far as when it comes to like uh, kind of melancholy songwriters. Makes me want to play some Tim Buckley right now. Have you ever heard much of his stuff? Oh, man. The guy, how do you write music like that? That's the thing that just, just uh, is just fascinating. I think anybody can sit down and like, do, do, do. Hey, I wrote a song. That's great. But to write something like, you know, Riverman or one, one of these things first or Hazy Jane or, or something like, how do you, how, or, or like with Tim Buckley writing um, Song to the Siren, writing those kind of songs are in a completely different, different realm of music. Completely different realm of music. And uh, it is, it, it really is enlightened. It, it, it kind of makes you feel good about human beings for a moment, just for a moment, because we were a failed, we were just a failed experiment. We went off the rails, like right after, with the invention of fire and the wheel. Once we came out with fire and the wheel, it was all over for human beings. Because already we were figuring out ways how to like roll fire at our enemies. That's the first thing. It was like the rolling fire wheel was one of the one of the one of the first uh, you know um, uh, bits of uh, whatever. Needless to say, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. So now we're gonna get into some crazy stuff. So we actually started off like with some with some like darker stuff with the coffin daggers, and then uh, uh, then we got into some funky stuff. With the, with the sex machine, some old stuff. Because this is how I collect music. Music is like, I don't cherry pick stuff and go, oh, that's, if I, if I like something, and you know this rule of Zombo, it doesn't matter what the genre is, it doesn't matter who the artist is, if I, if it, if it touches me in that special way, the first time I hear it, I hope that it'll touch you that way, the first time you hear it, because you're only going to hear things on the show once. 
That's the thing. Uh, that's the that's the thing about this show. You're only going to hear these songs pretty much once. Because it's like a it's like a musical education, and you got to pay attention. If you don't pay attention, you don't learn nothing. And there's nothing wrong with not learning anything. You can hey, you can watch the radio and not learn nothing. You can watch the radio. It's a beautiful day for radio. Gorgeous day for radio. So it, what I like to look at the show, the show is not a merry-go-round. It's not like, it's just, it doesn't go around and do the same thing over and over again. It is, a, it is one of those, it's not even a roller coaster. It's one of those roller coasters that kind of goes off the axis, like the exterminator at uh, Kennywood, where it's a, a roller coaster car, but it kicks up off of the rails and spins around while it goes up and down. That's kind of how the show is. And it'll make you sick. <laughs> it'll bother your innards and make you vomit. And that's a good thing. All right, here's a really odd piece of music. I don't know if I'll get through all eight minutes of it, but it's a, one of these psychedelic crazy things from the 60s. It's by a band called The Crazy People, and it's called Parade at the Funny Farm. Another thing I found, once again, recapping the music that I found in 2023. And this is like the first part. It's probably going to be 10 weeks of me recapping the music because it was a great year for music. RCT in your brain. We're the crazy people, we're the crazy people.
I want to take you over to the Grace Memorial Church of God in Christ to hear a pretty exciting sound.
Okay, I don't apologize for that uh, space there uh, because I had to cue that up correctly. Uh, that was Hee Haw by um, uh, Jesus Christ Superfly. Nice name, Ben. And Boris the Sprinkler did Roadrunner. That was from a neat little combination, com compilation, the combination of uh, uh, TV themes done by punk bands. And uh, Hee Haw and Roadrunner really just kind of jumped right out of me. And then we heard Blang from a very interesting record uh, by a band called Sukia. And funny thing about Sukia, it's, it's pretty much a one-person thing. Uh, a lot of like tape editing, a lot of this and that, the digital manipulation kind of thing. It was this guy named Ross Harris. He was a child actor. Have you ever saw the movie Airplane? Where the kid's sitting in the cockpit with Peter Graves and uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? The kid that's in the, in the cockpit? That's him, Ross Harris. He also was in like, I think, some episodes of Chips. In Little House. He was at House on the Prairie. And after his childhood uh, uh, movie career, he, he probably that guy should be at a Comic-Con sooner or later. Um... It, he uh, actually came out. With a, he only came out with like one record and one like uh, uh, twelve-inch record of, uh, of of stuff. And I think that was in the '90s. A band called Sukia. And I really like how he did a lot of the manipulation thing. All right, on to other manipulation. This next section, you can tune it out if you like. Some people hate when I play mashups, but I'm going to play uh, actually the first mashup. That was ever, uh, like I'm saying, I'm recapping music from 2023. There was a compilation came out called The World's Greatest Bootlegs. And uh, it actually is the history of uh, history of mashups. And a lot of these mashups were done prior to a program called Ableton Live, which made mashups really simple to do. Uh, this is when people would kind of like queue up cassettes or, or, or rec. I know, I know for a fact this first one I'm going to play from the Evolution Control, Control Committee, my friend Mark. I've known this guy for like 30, uh, thir over 30 years. And this guy's just one of the most brilliant people I've ever known. Uh, he was the guy that, uh, he did some crazy stuff. He did this stuff, what do you call it? Called unknown versus something or other. And this is when you could go on Napster. This is how old this guy's tech. This guy was like a real good hacker. He was a great hacker. I don't know what he's doing now, but he was a great hacker. And uh, he just thing called Napster's Greatest Hits. And what he would do is he'd find people would put like random stuff on Napster that wasn't music. They'd like maybe have their kids sing a song or they'd play a guitar thing or they'd, they'd record like uh, a little family reunion thing and they'd put it on Napster. And oh, because it was called Test. I think it was called Test them because people were like testing stuff out on Napster and it would like default to like Test uh, in the uh, comments. So he got all of these and he started like matching them up. And it was really neat because you'd hear like some little like five-year-old kid plinking away on a ukulele and then you'd hear some old guy, you know, singing, uh, singing a love song he wrote. Uh, that kind of thing. It was very, he was really good at, at, at putting things together. And he had a band uh, called Evolution Control Committee. And they really, uh, they got on the, they were on Negative Lands label. Uh, I'm sure he's still doing stuff, but he's kind of under the radar now. Um, but uh, needless to say, he came up, he's known as the grandfather of all mashups, and I'm so glad to know him. Uh, grandfather of all mashups, and here is the first mashup. This is he said he just happened to be playing um, a Public Enemy record, and go wow, that would fit nice over this Herb Albert piece. Now this is unedited. He said this is just the way it synced up, playing two records at the same time. The first mashup ever, uh, and it's called Rebel Without a Pause. It's Herb Albert with uh, uh, Public Enemy. <laughs> The rhythm, the rebel. 
level. Without applause, I'm lowering my level. The hard drama, where you never been, I'm in. You want styling? You know it's time again. D, the enemy telling you to hear it. They play the music, this time they play the lyrics. Some say no to the album, the show, but much the sound. I made a year ago, I guess you know, you guess I'm just a radical. Not on sabbatical, yes, to make it critical. The only part of your body should be part in two. Pass the power on the hour from the rebel of you. Hey, yo, Jeff, man, I don't understand this, man. Yo, you got to slow down, man, you're losing us. Radio, suckers never play me. All the mix. They just okay me now, knowing they grown. When they clock in my zone, it's no stinking and taking everything that the brother owns. My calling card, recorded and audited. Supporter, I'm testing smart, loud and proud. Kicking live, next poet supreme. Loop for truth, bazooka, the scheme. Flavor, a rebel in his own mind. Supporter of my rhyme, designed to scatter a line of suckers who claim I do crime. They are my time, dig it. Hey, yo, Chuck, I think we take it short. Show this is Cole Medina, man. Come on, kick it. Terminator X. Calling card, recording and audit, supporter of Chessamart, loud and proud, kicking live, next poet supreme, loop for truth, bazooka, the scheme, flavor, a rebel in his own mind, supporter of my rhyme, designed to scatter a line of suckers who claim I do crime, they are my time, dig it. Hey, yo, Chuck, I think we take it short, show this is Cole Medina, man. One, two, one, two.
check it out now. Funk soul brother, right about now. Funk soul brother, check it out now. Funk soul brother. Soul Wax. Uh, there was uh, the only three mashups you're gonna get today. These are these are the three, some of my three favorite ones from the first three months of 2023, and they were all original, what they call bootlegs. So it was, they were done with uh, an, all analog equipment. They were not done with uh, all kinds of like programs. That was uh, Push It, uh, No Fun. It was Iggy Pop's No Fun mashed together with uh, Salt and Pepper, uh, Push It, and uh, DJ EZG did Rockification, which is, of course, um, uh, Rockefeller Skank with the Rolling Stones' Satisfaction. And the neat thing is about uh, uh, was uh, Fat Boy Slim. Uh, you think you know, because uh, you, you think he came out of a, a more of a rap background with uh, you know Rockefeller Skank. He actually was in the band the House Martins, uh, the the '80s band that kind of sounded like the Smiths. A really great harmony band. They did a the, the, their one hit was a uh, acapella version of Caravan of Love, the uh, Isley Brothers tune. That was really a beautiful tune. Uh, so right now, just recapping 2023, and we're still on the first 
uh, like I'm saying, the first four months, I, I usually did a, a quarterly report. Each week, I would play the best music I found for the first four months. And this year just knocked it out of the park with new music. So it's probably going to be more like an eight to ten week. Uh, yeah, I'm not kidding. But it's all great music. There's not gonna, I'm not going to get back into the theme till the spring. So just think about that. Oh, that's got to be. It's going to get us. It's going to get us through these 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 dark rainy days. And it's not terrible. It's nice to have. It's nice to have stuff like this. It kind of kind of just kind of like you know, it's kind of uh, varying your uh, portfolio. You know, it is like varying your portfolio. Uh, so let's see. I got some more of these new PSAs. Let's see what we got here. Uh, what's this one? This one says it's uh, 16 band. I have no idea what this what this one is. So let's see what this new PSA is. Because right now I'm into the new PSAs. We've been down the old economy village thing. Sure, sarcoma sarcoma's an old classic. But what do we got here? Okay. Oh, okay. This is the migraine thing. This is the migraine thing. Those headaches and stomach ache your child gets, and I've told you this before, they get maybe migraine, you know? Those headaches and tummy aches and those headaches that your kids get when they don't want to go to school. Hmm? Is this starting to make some sense? Learn more about migraines at school, okay? Visit migraines at school, all right? Or visit your grains. I don't care whose grains you visit. Every child deserves a chance to flourish, in school, there's no flourishing in school. Just means you're obedient. Just means how obedient is my kid? He's flourishing in school. How how can he learn things? Not learn, uh, no, not even know. It's like learn them long enough to repeat it back. Okay, you hear some facts, hear some things, repeat them back. Okay, now get the hell out of school. That's pretty much school because it tricks the kid. It tricks you. It tricks all of us into obedience. It is so important. Remember, you, I don't know if you guys remember, like homework was so important. You got in trouble if you didn't do this and you got that stomach ache and you got that headache. That wasn't a migraine. That was because you were going against the grain. You're going against the grain and the migraine. You're going against the grain of obedience. And parents will actually like, you know, push along with the teachers, push along with that. It is like, it is like Pink Floyd the Wall. It is like Pink Floyd the Wall, except you don't get any damn pudding. No matter how much meat you eat, you don't get your damn pudding. It's just that way. But you have to learn to realize, enjoy what you got. Enjoy what you got. So obedience class is probably why you don't need to flourish, flourish. All flourish means is crush your child's creativity, crush your child's free thinking, Crush that kid. Crush him. Smash him into a nice little cube. Put him next to all the little dummies. Put him next to all the little dummies that can get stupid jobs and do nothing with their life. Nothing, nothing out of the ordinary whatsoever. That's right. Have some more of these blockhead dummies. Go ahead. See if I care. <laughs> see, see if I care. Uh. There you go. That's why I have dogs and cats. I love dogs and cats. Sure, you send, you can't send the cat to obedience school because the cat is just kind of like the kid that you kn you know he's trouble. The cat is like this juve, this lovable juvenile delinquent. You know, he's, he'd stab he'd stab you in the foot to, to to steal money out of your purse, but he's lovable. He's lovable, and and there's just something about that. They're hooligans. Cats are just these lovable hooligans. You can't train them, but dogs. 
Dogs are like real malleable. You can kind of get them to give me your paw, lay down, work for your treat. Kind of sounds like what everybody does in life. You work for your treats. So, uh, but uh, but so I have the what I consider I have the golden balance, which is two cats and a dog. Two cats because two cats kind of keep each other like out of trouble, or like one cat just kind of keeps busy beating the other pussy cat up, and is not gonna stab you in your foot and rob your you know take money out of your purse. And then the dog is gonna be kind of like the the you know the square police officer type kind of person in your house, where you're just kind of trying to maintain law and order when it's absolutely chaos. So there, so migraines at school, stomach aches at school. That's because your kid is resisting being smashed into a cube. And it's inevitable because it is not just school that's smashing him into a cube. It's all his dumb friends. It's all that stupid stuff on TV he's watching. It's this dumb radio show. All this stuff is smashing the youth into little cubes that we can stack up nicely in the little boxes. Where's that Pete Seeger tune at? So let's get back and recap into the finest music of 2023. I digressed. I digressed. I always like to digress. Yeah. So uh, these next couple songs, I am just debating. They're so good. I am just debating with myself to play them twice. Uh, there's a Kinks tune. Uh, there, there's, there's these, these, these compilations came out. And there's some bands that do some really great covers. Uh, bands like the Untamed Youth. Uh, the Dirt Bombs, the Flesh Tones. Uh, they, they actually find old, old songs, redo them, and they sound like their songs. Well, they're, they're coming out with these bootleg compilations called Songs, you know, uh, The Cramps Taught Us. And it's the original versions of uh, the, the songs Cramps covered. Songs, The Untamed Youth Taught Us. So it's all those original tunes. And these three are all original tunes. And I can understand when a band hears these tunes, they go, wow. Nobody's ever heard this. I don't have a radio show, so let's cover it. First one is a Kinks tune that I really wasn't familiar with, which is pretty neat. Never met a girl like you. Zombo in your brain recap in 2023, part one of 200.
do I love that tune. Uh, Jack Bendiet uh, with Double Whammy. And I'm going to play it again just because it has so many great Zombo ingredients. Uh, it, it's got a little bit of a novelty thing with a whammy bar. It's got that second vocal that goes over top of that one part, and it's got this driving beat like brand new Cadillac. So we are going to play it again. Double whammy, Jack Bendiet. And uh, what's the name of his band? Oh, you don't know. Oh, I like the song so much. Jack Bendiet, double whammy. I had to play that again. I'm going to play the next song twice, too. Here's what happens. When I find the song that does, I can't even tell you what the feeling is, but it's just a very, very nice feeling. When I hear a, a song I've never heard before, and it, and it, and it just it, it flips, flips all those switches in my brain. Like it flips like, wow, that's catchy. Wow, that's unusual. Wow, that's got a nice gimmick to it. Wow, the vocals are great. Man, it's really, it flips all those switches. I will probably I probably played that song when I first heard that I probably played it about at least 15 20 times over and over and over again. I don't know what kind of sickness that is but boy do I like it. I like it. same with this next tune. Once again, uh, this is actually from a compilation called Songs the Untamed Youth Taught Us. And Untamed Youth was a band that Dick Dickerson was in the guy who was in um, he does a lot of rockabilly now. Uh, but he's just really renowned in the in the rockabilly phase thing of Dick Dickerson. He had a band called Untamed Youth. He started out in Missouri uh, doing 60s like garage rock. And then he just found out he could make a whole lot of money off of Rockabilly, which is surprising that anybody makes any kind of money on any kind of music. Like Brian Setzer, 
or Brian Seltzer, as he's known around here, uh, makes a lot of money off of Rockabilly. Very few. Revan Horton Heat, a lot of money off of Rockabilly. Everybody else, Big Sandy, a lot of money off of Rockabilly. Everyone else is just does it because they love it, you know. Uh, and and there's, zero money, there's zero money to be made in the um, uh, retro music thing because it's a very small cult of people. And actually, people say that uh, Rockabilly is actually the graduation from punk rock. Like people who got punk rocked uh, or the, the retirement plan. People listened to punk rock when they were growing up. Their retirement plan was listening to Rockabilly. Go figure. Next tune, uh, Keith Green, a go-go-getter. I don't know what it is about some of these tunes, but man, don't worry. We're going to play it twice just because you'll probably never hear these tunes again ever. And another thing is, too, as far as repeats go, uh, they did move my second radio show. That's right. The Zombo Deep Archive. I, I, I'm not going to bother doing any new shows. I did a whole year of Deep Archive, and that was up from 2009 to 2010. I have like a really pristine air checks, really pristine air checks that I did. And um, what I did is they, they gave everybody, they give everybody an encore slot. I should tell you about uh, some of the shows here. Um, oh, the, uh, let's see where here we got here. Let's put that in. And I'll tell you about this. First off, the Saturday Light Brigade. My God, this show's been on longer than anything. I think this show goes back to BC before Larry Berger, BLC before Larry Berger. Uh, brings you acoustic music, puzzles, interviews, live performances weekly on a show that gets your weekend off to a good start. And this show gets your show the weekend off to a good start because it starts you goofing off at 10 o'clock in the morning on a Friday. And that's when the weekend starts. The weekend starts 10 o'clock in the morning. You get 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock. You can get all your work done. And you can listen to the show, goof off. I'm off of one. And then you can take a nap and look at the clock until it's time to go home. And that's the kick up to your weekend. But his show is on Saturday. And it's early morning. They don't even give you a time. I think he starts like at 2 o'clock in the morning. And then um, let's see what else. There's another show, Saturday Night Fever. That's an ingenious name for a show. Join DJ Lai for uh, an hour of funk, soul, disco, jazzy, electronic music. Saturday nights, 10 to 11. Bringing the soul back to Pittsburgh, RCT Pittsburgh. And I'll read you a lot of these. There, there's going to come out with a new schedule here pretty soon. Actually, I think the new schedule is out. And a lot of these people never showed up for their one-hour shows, you know. Uh, but a lot of these students, they just don't, don't, they don't take it seriously like the, like the rest of us, uh, like, like the community members. Community members, this is our life. You know, I'm thinking about what I'm going to play. Oh, the radio show. These guys got, oh, my God, I got to study for this test. And my mom's going to cut me off. And my dad isn't going to pay for my college. And then I can't afford me dope. And then all of a sudden, they're, 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 they're trying to, you know, I can't show up for my radio show. I have to study for my, my physicy physicy uh, uh, thing or whatever, uh, the gravity thing I got to study, whatever that is I'm supposed to learn. So, and then they end up flunking out of college, and then they come back on the radio like me. <laughs> oh, flunking out of college Z is what they call me. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow... Um, now, that's some of the other the, the other shows. So anyhow, they moved my show, the Zombo Deep Archive, which was I I I used to say okay because it was on it was on some great slots. They had me on Sunday afternoons where people could hear shows my show from like you know fourteen years ago because it's same. I don't want to replay this. This is you and me hanging out. This is this moment, and it's it's very sacred little razor thin 
part of time that we're sharing together. Sure, you can listen to older shows. I have shows going back four years on Zomboco.com if you ever want to listen to shows for free because I put all my radio shows on there. But I go way back to Zombo's Deep Archive. And uh, I was doing a bunch of shows uh, from 2009, 2010, repackaging them because it was a five-hour show, repackaging it down to three hours and putting it on as the Deep Archive. Well, now they just moved my time slot. I'm on Thursday mornings, 4 a.m. to 7. I'm not even going to listen to that. Nobody's going nobody's gonna to listen to 4 o'clock in the morning, so I'm not doing new shows. So if you tune into Zombo's Deep Archive and say, oh, I heard this show before, well, good on you because nobody listens to it. Anyhow, here is Go, Go, Getter by Keith Green. We're going to play this tune twice, okay, because it's so nice. It's noon o'clock. Do you know where your brain is? WRCT, right here in the Pittsburgh.
There we go. Double shot of a go-go getter by Keith Green. There was a guy singing that with that high squeaky voice. Uh, I guess some of the things I like about those like last tunes, it's a driving tune. It's got, like I'm saying, the lyrics kind of almost, the, the, the vocals almost like, it's like a salty and sweet kind of thing. So you got like the salty driving thing and the sweet vocal on top of it. And then it's got this crazy chord change in it that comes out of nowhere. And it, but it works. And I, I really like the quirkiness. I think that that's, that's the, uh, the double shot. So those are two of the songs that I had to double play for you guys. Because when I first heard those, I played those like a, a dozen times easy over and over again. And I enjoyed every time. It's just, it's just my gluttony of music. And because uh, that's all I do. When I drive around... I'm listening to music, and all I'm thinking about is the radio show. I wish I could enjoy music more like you, where I would like turn there. Oh, that's my favorite song. I love that song. Or is, um, I'm always doing research and development. It might not show, but I'm always doing research and development for this show. It's the closest thing to a job I have, and uh, it's it's still a far cry from a job. Uh, so recapping, got an hour to go, and oh my god. Still have almost five hours of music from just the first four months of 2023. Once again, I started doing this about maybe about a decade ago where I would say, oh, my God, I got all these great songs, all this great music that I found. And how, how I have to do how I have to catalog. I have so much music. I can't catalog everything. So this just came out of this. This just came out of just necessity. I can't catalog my music by artist, by style, or by, uh, you know, um, genre anymore. I cannot do that by group, by artist. But I can't because I have basically I'm dealing with a million, a million pieces of music. Yeah, and that's all. Millions a lot. And so what I have to do is I categorize by when I get it. I know it's a ridiculous way, but I make Four sections, first four months of the year, second four months of the year, and so forth. And then the music I find that I like, that I fillet, I put into those sections. And then that's how I know it's newer music. And, I, and it's a great way for me to keep something really good. Right, say, for example, I, I find a song by Winoni Williams. It's on a brand, it's on a, a combo. I go, oh my God, I never heard that Winoni Williams song before. That's really a great Winoni Williams, Harris, Romani Harris. Winona Harris. Great Winona Harris song. And then what I do is I, I put it in the Winona Harris file. And I forget about it. However, if it's in my face in, in, a, in a section that says new music uh, 2023, the first quarter, I'm like, oh yeah, that song. So it's a great way for me to keep the things that I hear in focus until I'm able to unleash them on you. Uh, when it comes to this time of the year, the most wonderful time of the year, uh, the what I was originally called the quarterly report, which is, like I'm saying, every quarter of, of, of music that I've gotten, found, uh, was new to me. I'll play for you guys. There's another song. I'm only going to play it once, but every now and then, Sparks will come out with, like, there's, there's a ton of Sparks records, but there's always one or two that are like, Damn. They're still relevant. They're still relevant. And uh, here is Sherlock Holmes by Sparks. Zombo recapping 2023 in your brain.
give her no dick. That ain't right. The girl said, push your eye, ain't going anywhere.
There you have some absolutely out of space cool stuff. Yeah. That was Astro Sounds from the year 2000. I think that's an older track, too. It's like it's from like the 90s or 80s or 70s or 60s. I can't tell. But that's Flame Out. Before that, we heard the Dynatones doing one of the most incredible instrumentals. One damn chord and just a handful of notes. High Wall, originally written by the Whalers. And that is that fine bridge between surf music and psychedelic. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix would have been proud of that. I guess. I don't know. Who is he proud of what? I don't know. We heard uh, new from the Love Masters, Pusher Man of Love, uh, a, a nice reissue of Pete Best, the Pete Best Band, uh, the original drummer for the Beatles, uh, The Way I Feel About You, and the set started off with Sparks doing Sherlock Holmes. Once again, a lot of this music goes a lot of different places, but it's all music that does something to me that I found uh, that was presented to me, that I stumbled across of all through the year of 2023, just recapping everything, and uh, it's going to go on for a couple more weeks. I will not be on the radio the next two weeks. Uh, I'll be playing a deep archive show, so you'll actually get to hear what that sounds like. It shows from, you won't even know the difference. Shows from, except I'll mention, hey, and then this band, my band's going to be at Howlers. You know, then you'll know, go, wait a minute, Howlers hasn't been around here for like six years. Yeah. So you'll know by the PSAs, by the, uh, the uh, you know, uh, selfless, self, whatever they call self-promotion I do. Um, I, I'm not doing, I got any self-promotion to do for a little bit. I got something really huge which I think you guys are going to get a kick out of. Uh, we're working on a new record now, and then we're going to come out with a live record, Polka Maniacs. Uh, we're gonna, there's an event called Light, Lights, Camera, Polka Maniacs. It's going to be at the Hard Rock Cafe. I'm, I'm just going to tell you now just because it makes me feel good. The Hard Rock Cafe, February the 24th. It's a Saturday. We're going to be playing with the ska band, local ska band uh, in Confido. So that'll be really fun. But the neat thing is it's all ages show. And what we're going to not only videotape the show, but we're going to release a live album from it. So it's going to be a live album and a live DVD uh, from the Hard Rock Cafe. Uh, we'll invite you guys to be a part of the fun. So because uh, it's going it, to, it's a very, uh, if you've seen our shows, it's very audience, very audience uh, in your face. So that's, that's one thing we're getting excited about. We're working on a new album now. Then we're going to be doing this live record and a live DVD at the Hard Rock Cafe. February 24th, and that's right here in town. Ah, wow. Can you believe a half hour to go? This is so... But then again, if I didn't play like 12-minute songs and play songs like twice because I like them, maybe perhaps I'd cover more ground. I should say, uh, let's see what else is going... How about another new PSA? Let's see, I got the migraines. I'm just going to... Uh, I don't want to do that one. That sounds depressing. What's this? This sounds like some hilarious zombo fodder. Come on, fire it up. Come on. All right, I can't wait for that thing. Speaking of fodders, did you know that you spend more time with your dad, you're smarter, and you're more successful, and he tells you funny jokes? Yeah? Yeah, 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 do dad jokes? Mm-hmm. Want a dad joke? Fine. Go dig up your dad and ask him. All right, did you know, uh, let's see here. Uh, dad joke is one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kid. There you go. So take a moment and make your kid laugh because he's going to ruin your life and you might as well joke about it. 
Dad jokes rule, fatherhood.gov. And here's the other thing. Let's see here. All right. Oh, my goodness. This one is, uh, all right, this one. This one's some serious business. For 248 years, proud patriots. Now, that word has been ruined. Patriots, to me, sends, uh, that's a red flag. When I hear somebody use the word patriot and this other word, defended our freedom. They ruined patriot. They ruined hero. They ruined freedom. You know, they, they twisted it all around, just like they twist the Bible up, and they just make it some horrible fascist thing, you know? It's, and we don't need that fascist groove thing. That was a song. But yeah, see, that's the sad thing. They really st- should stop using these words because they have been ruined. Words that have been ruined. Patriots, freedom, uh, what else? Hero, that's a good one. Uh, they've, they've all been manipulated. They've all been manipulated for propaganda. That's really too bad. That's really too bad. Uh, I'm not even going to read this damn thing. It's going to start off like this. All right. But anyhow, I should finish because I did write it down as a PSA. One of the best ways to honor their service is through the uh, Army Historical Foundation, the Registry of American Soldiers. That's right. It's open to all Army veterans and allows a registration to all. Sorry, I dozed off. It allows a free registry of a loved one on their behalf to create a permanent public record. This is going to go on your permanent record. Wow, just what you need. Your, 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 your patriot to go down in your permanent record. I don't like this permanent record business. I'd rather you name a star after me. All right, I like these. These stats in a vault in Switzerland somewhere. No soldier's story should be forgotten. So I guess you tell him a story about this guy. You tell him about a story about a man named Jed, poor mountaineer, barely, barely kept his family fed. But you know, I heard one day he was shooting at some food, and up from the ground, come a bubbling crude, oil that is, a black hole, Texas tea. Well, you know, the first thing you know, old Jed, he's a millionaire. His kinfolk said. Hey, Jed, get out of there. They said, you know, California is the place you ought to be. So they loaded up their truck and they moved to Beverly. Um, hills, that is. Um, swimming pools. Movie stars. Cue Banjo. Oh, man, Banjo guy didn't show up. For more information, armyhistory.org. The armyhistory.org. <laughs> yep. Never reading that one again. Oh, here's another one that's been, oh, let's, let's get on the ruin train right now. Because this one says heroes. So we might as well get patriot and freedom and heroes. Do the trifecta, the trifecta of twisting terms around, you know. It used to be like a hero was like, okay, what is this hero? Those fortunate enough to grow up. Now, see, this is kind of a hero here. Those fortunate enough to care for a person who's always been a hero. That's right. AARP is here. They find the guides to help you, and it's brought to you by the AARP. So just growing up, help a hero. So there. That, that's not terrible. But, you know, they need a different word because that, that already, you know, you know. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. So it says, you learned about heroes that have uh, special super. I don't want to bother reading that. Some guy wrote this and, you know, got paid some money. And it's not, it's disingenuous in my book. Hmm. Disingenuous. All right. So uh, there was a re-release of a John Cale record. And hate to say it, like a Sparks record, there's always one gem 
on every John Cale record. Here is a really neat tune, the man who couldn't afford the orgy, but of course, the way that uh, the English say it, it's orgy for some reason. Ah.
that crazy bit of nonsense was Hal Blaine. Hal Blaine, one of the finest drummers ever to drum his drums. Uh, he was actually in the Wrecking Crew. So he was like on all the Beach Boys records, all the Monkees records, all the Tom Jones records, all the stuff. Uh, that was Love In from uh, an old solo album that was re-released. And uh, let's see, what else did we play before that? We played, um, oh, that uh, really wonderful John Cale tune. So here's something neat. Every now and then, I'll, I'll find a song that I heard when I was like, that I haven't heard since I was a little kid. And I was like, wow, that's why I liked that when I was a little kid. And I haven't heard it in like, since I was a little kid, so a while, a while ago. And then I get it, there's a reissue, it comes out, and I go, that's why I dug that. Uh, they reissued uh, the uh, Jeff Beck record, I think it was Beck Ola, and uh, they got a new reissue of it, and Beck's Bolero was on it, and this is why I like it. And I haven't heard this song in a zillion years, but it's a dilly, Beck's Bolero, Jeff Beck. You know what I love about my audience? You guys are smart. You guys are smart. Now, I always say, if you don't listen to the Zombo Show, you're stupid. 
And that's just that's that's on that's that's my mantra. If you don't listen to the show, you're stupid. But my my listeners are quite quite obviously smarter than me at a lot of points. And I'd like to thank Jake for reprimand not reprimanding me, but correcting me. Uh, this was Bex Bolero was from his first record called Truth, not Beckola. Uh, they re- they re released a lot of the Jeff Beck stuff and. Uh, I uh, I got it I got it uh, and uh, I just remember I wanted to play that and uh, you got to understand I sometimes sometimes the truth gets in the way of my facts <laughs> Can you believe 20 minutes to go and I am just not even on the tip of the iceberg of the great music that I have uh, discovered uh, or rediscovered in 2023 i will be back on the air the 22nd i will be off the next two weeks so i'll be back on the air the 22nd and the 29th so uh finishing i think by the end of december we should have the very first chunk of uh the first four months of 2023 recapped with the best music that i found and then we're going to go in this would be great if i could just get this into if we could, uh, just end the into that weekend of March, that weekend of March where we turn the clocks the other way, that is the checkered flag that we made it uh, through a few crummy one, months of, of weather. That's I'm looking for that checkered flag. So uh, let's let's finish up here. We got 20 minutes. I want to try and get some more nonsense out. And by the way, I'll be playing uh, some Zombo Deep Archives next week and the week after. Um, on this slot, so you'll be able to hear shows from uh, like 10 years ago. No, 14 years ago. Holy crap. Uh, and the nice thing is, this shows are just as stupid, just as insightful, just as different as anything else that's ever been on the radio. And it's not that the show's so good, it's just that the other ones really stink. Let me tell you about some of the other shows that stink on this radio station. Uh, let's see what stinks. How about this? Radio 9. There's a smeller. You remember Top 40 Radio like it sounded like in the 70s? 1870s, my friend. Come in, Watson. I need you. And I don't mean Sean Watson. No, we don't. But Jay Thurber might say, okay, Gen Xer, and tune in to Radio 9. Noon o'clock to 3 p.m. Saturdays for you mix of oldies, reviewies, newies, snark right here on Independent Freeform Radio, WRCT 88.3. Where's well, another smeller? Where's that damn mockster at in his stinky show? Where's that at? Where's that guy at? Where's that guy that deserves a radio knuckle sandwich? Where is he at? There we go. Is it Viva La Mock? Yeah, it's called. It's got a V in there. Yeah, there it is. There's that damn thing. Viva La Mock! And you know, this promo, uh, just a little, little shout out, because sometimes the mockster does tune into my show for some outrageous reason I have zero idea why he tunes into the show. Sometimes I tune into his show just because I'm driving around. It's like, like, oh, I'm on my way somewhere. Ah, let's tune this in. So he has a great slot, okay? But here's the thing. Sometimes he'll call me and he'll go, hey, you played this thing. Or he'll look at my playlist and, hey, you played this. So he's, he knows that he's looking over my shoulder. But anyhow, needless to say, uh, the mockster, your promo is from 2014. Your promo is from 2014. How about a new one? How about a new promo? Because his promos, you remember that kid that picked on you in high school? See, that's already off to a horrible start. Because right now, that's not cool. Back in 2014, it was okay to be a bully. 
Where's my bullying thing? Where's that bullying PSA? I got a thing or two to tell that guy. Where's the bullying? How to not to bully? Bully, bully, woolly, bully, bully. I can't find it. Do you remember how to bully? Oh, here it is. Bullying. Now, here, see, it says, now it's already we're starting with bullying. It says here, when you people get bullied every day, your kids do. They get bullied and they don't know what to do. Please follow these five tips on uh, bullying bystander tips. All right, it says uh, snitch, tell an adult, and then have him get pummeled by the bully. Then you go, then you help the person get bullied, get away, so you can get pummeled. Is it pummeled or pummeled? I think it's pummeled. My mother used to say pummeled, but I think it's pummeled. Because I think it's, that, that's like, a, isn't that like the hammer? On the, that's like the, the, on the axe, it's the pummel. Be a friend of the person getting bullied. Then that person will probably, you know, pummel you just to give you some comeuppance. And set a good example. Don't bully other folks. And you probably just like beat yourself up over that one. And don't give bullying an audience. But you can give bullying an audience on Friday nights with Viva La Mock. That is correct. Tune in and hear that bully, the mockster. Spin the best and worst of indie, punk, classic country, power pop, and so much, much, much more and less. That's Viva La Mac, Friday nights at 9, exclusively, woo-hoo, exclusively on WRCT in Pittsburgh. Look at that, 15 minutes to go. Uh, another thing is that they re-released a lot of the R. Crumb and the Cheap Suit Serenaders records. So uh, I got the Laughing Rag by R. Crumb. Let's play some more music. RCT, Zombo in your brain.
Oh, yeah, nice a bit of vintage, vintage, not so old, but vintage stuff. The Laughing Rag, Art Crumb and the Cheap Suit Serenaders. Man, those are fun records. They came out with three records, the Cheap Suit Serenaders. And they were all animators, uh, cartoon guys. I think Robert Armstrong was one of the dudes. Terry Zwigoff was another one of the guys, and he went on to uh, be a director. He did the movie Ghost World and uh, what else? A, a documentary on Crumb, which is neat. So yeah, ah, oh, another neat. And this takes this takes this takes cojones uh, to to keep with this. The James Taylor Quartet. The guy did not change his name. Uh, James Taylor, not not the folk singer James Taylor, but the James Taylor Quartet. And I and he actually was like an old punk rock guy who played the uh, uh, organ uh, with a band called the Prisoners uh, on Stiff Records. So this has been like the late '80s. So this guy's always stuck with the name James Taylor, not Jay Taylor or Jim Taylor or James Q Taylor. No, he went he went right for James Taylor's jugular vein. Ah, I'm James Taylor. This is my quartet. If you think you're gonna get fire and rain and you got a friend, you are sadly mistaken, my friend. Because the James Taylor Quartet is pretty amazing uh, when it comes to like uh, like jazz, acid jazz, and funk roots. Here's something from one of their newer records. Uh, once again, the recap in 2023. This is the Fourth Dimension, the James Taylor Quartet.
there you go with a nice bit of new psychedelic stuff. A band called the Televibes. The name of that song is A Sid. Like acid, but with Sid Barrett. A-S-Y-D. That's the Televibes. That uh, came out this year. Uh, nice reissue. The Moody Blues. That is right, doing the James Brown tune. I'll go crazy. So, recapping. Recapping 2023. We're just getting started. And last tune, uh, old cassette that I got. Finally got reissued. A Stephen Fisk album. Uh, on the, the, It's great. It's called No Second Chance. And you're listening to Zombo in Your Brain. I'll see you bums in two weeks. I remain in your brain. RCT. Brain of your city, Pittsburgh!